Hello and welcome to This Complex Life, another mini episode where I answer frequently asked questions or provide a little tip that you can do at home to have a better relationship. Hi, I'm Mariva Karkas and I help people build better relationships and improve their mental health. And one of the ways I do this is by focusing on how we communicate and connect in relationships. Coming to you from the lands of the Wurundjeri and Bunurong people, let's get into it. This mini-series is all about parenting teens. The episode prior to this was, why won't my teen talk to me after school? So if that's a common thing that you have in your household, that might be an episode you'd like to check out. In today's episode, I want to talk about the question, why doesn't my teen listen to me anymore? This is a really tricky one because there are potentially hundreds of different reasons for this. I wanted to talk to you about three of the most common things that I see in my clinical practice. The first one is when parents are offering advice. And this really seems to cause a bit of conflict for young people. They say things like, my parents just won't listen to me or they don't understand. And I see this being the reason why. No matter how good your advice is, no matter how well you might have thought about it and and know what problem to solve, often kids, they don't want to hear it. They want to feel heard validated, understood, and empathized with. So if they're struggling with their homework and you say something like, if you just did blah, 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 or you should just do this, if you're adding things like you should or you should just, any of those sorts of phrases disconnects you from that person. It's really unhelpful for them. They might know some of those things, but in that moment, they don't feel heard, they don't feel seen, they don't feel validated. It can make people feel like you think they're stupid, that you don't think they're capable of doing something, or the solution's so easy, why didn't they just think of it? Even if it's true, even if, yes, they could study in a different way, or maybe it would be better if they got some fresh air. In that moment, it's not what they need. They want to feel heard, validated, and understood. So saying something like, looks like you're really struggling right now. Tell me what you've already tried. Or that looks like a really tough thing that you're working on. Not asking too many follow-up questions is more likely to get you a little bit more connection in that moment. So notice those opportunities as a chance to connect. Label what you're seeing. You can see you're struggling right now or you seem really stressed or anxious. And give them a moment to come to terms with what you're saying, to understand or to notice that you're, you know, you're chatting with them. If a solution is warranted, wait till the end of that conversation. So ask them, what have you tried before? What do you think could work? What have you already thought about? Because there's a good chance that they've thought about a lot of things and that will help them feel like you're listening to them by being curious, not offering suggestions, not offering advice, not trying to fix it. The second thing I see here is when it comes to chores. And a lot of the chores that I hear teenagers complain about are pretty reasonable things. And they know that too. They know when we're talking and they're like, I'm really, you know, got in trouble for not emptying the dishwasher or taking the bins out. They know deep down they're very normal things. They're very reasonable requests. Where this goes wrong is when those comments of you've got to do this, you haven't done that, don't forget this outweighs the good stuff. So if you think about this over a week or two weeks or a term, how many times have they heard, 
I'm really proud of you. You did a really great job with that. Look at the effort you made. Oh, you look really lovely. That's so brave of you to try that. They don't hear those sorts of things very often. So when they're being told off by teachers all day or they're feeling restricted and then they have homework tasks and things due and then they're coming home and they're being told more things that they have to do, they can feel like they just can't get it right, that nobody can see what's happening for them. And do they actually know that I think they're an awesome human? And do I tell them that often? Those reasonable requests are more likely to land if they feel respected, if they feel connected, if they feel heard, validated and listened to. The third thing I want to talk about is biologically, young people's brains are starting to develop to need connections outside of the family. Peers become important. And we see in some studies that the brain responds to different voices in a different way. So it's not that they necessarily are ignoring you, but there's been research that's shown a baby's brain or a child's brain lights up. You know, if we're looking at scans, it lights up when their primary care is talking. In teenagers, the brain lights up. It still lights up for that, but it also looks for things that are novel and interesting. So sometimes I have parents with me and they're like, I told them the exact same thing you just did. And I'm like, I know, but I'm different. I'm outside the family. I'm maybe a little bit different and novel and, and exciting. So sometimes their brain is scanning the environment for things that are new and different. And so they can actually disconnect a little bit from listening to familiarity, which can be really painful. They might not be doing it intentionally. So if you're trying to get their attention, keep that in mind that they're not intentionally trying to reject you often. Maybe sometimes they're a little bit upset or, or, or pouty or, or something might be happening but they are biologically wired to start to look for sensory things outside of the family home. Hopefully that's been a helpful tip. The next question I'll be answering is why doesn't my teen want to spend time with the family? Stay tuned.